This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Are you ready to finish this season? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the fine Nile Rini. That's what we got today. The file Nile Rini. Fine Nile Rini. File Nile Rini. Fine Nile Rini. I keep trying to make sense of it. I, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I can't. There's nothing to grasp onto. I, there really isn't. <laughs> Big brain for more weird stuff. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let me, let me uh, let everyone in into this break room. Yeah, open the door. All right. Hey, good listeners. Welcome to SG Fun, a Stargate podcast here for our comfort and yours. I'm Sarah. Hey, Sarah. I'm Tori. <laughs> and hey, good listeners. <laughs> oh, the God. Listeners welcome to gang. the welcome. Welcome back to the vertical watering hole. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Now I've done it. Now I'm. Now we're good. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is a comfort podcast. We started in the pandemic. We're continuing. And we've continued so much. Uh, we've come so far. We are at the end of season four. All We're pretty much halfway there. Since yeah. one season. <laughs> hey, to- hey, Tori. Yeah. How many times have you had COVID? Oh, well, uh, officially on paper once once and what did you have delta omicron Ooh. omicron variation the one before delta regular no you it had, had to co- have been co- it had to have been okay yeah regular <laughs> <laughs> yeah reg- covid regular, regular. COVID. <laughs> it's two two creams and one sugar it has something. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh what do you ask oh i i don't know uh, Miss, uh, I'm sitting on zero times. Oh, that is why. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to do a little it's, dunk there. It's such a weird thing to feel smug about. Also, because my doctor's like, well, you probably did have it because there's a lot there's a lot wrong with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it was wrong with me before, but yeah, that's possible. I wonder how many people out there have also not had it. And then if you live someplace like Seattle... Like a lot of, there's a lot of people traveling through Seattle, but there's a lot of vaccinated residents and like the, seems like there's not that many cases or not that many reported. Like, am I never going to get it? Mm. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Um, what do we, what do we got here? Well, today? as I said, Sorry. we're at the end of season. This is the last right. episode of season four. This is season four, episode 22. Exodus. Exodus. Which, see, I, I, man, I, I love Kevin coming back and saying these and after having watched it and I'm like uh yeah sure that's fine now, let's be honest there's some good titles for some of these great episodes but this title sucks oh <laughs> i don't even think no I, don't, I didn't um i gotta say i meant to go back once again i meant to go back after finishing the episode and come up with more titles and i just was like great i'm done and walked away again so i've got season four episode 22 a jaffa revenge thing Oh yeah, actually better. You had that one too. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right. Season four, episode 22. I am Tanith. That's also not very good. That's as good as Exodus, though, for as much as it has to really do. He says that. He says, I am Tan- Tanith for some reason. Like a, like a big door. I am Tanith. Hear me smirk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I like this one. Episode 22. Put some goddamn doors in your goddamn jail cells, people. Yeah. Visible. The visible kind. Yeah. And that, that you can, just a door, a fucking door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, although, in a when you've got somebody in a cell and you open the door to administer medical help, you don't close yourself in with them. Maybe they should have though. I've got no. The white zone is for pick up and drop off. There is no parking in the white zone. Wait, do that again. You said white twice. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Because because McNeil says yes. the red zone. When yes. we park in the red zone, and this is from the movie Airplane. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of stuff in in a movie, uh, in a different movie, uh, I got episode twenty two, comb the desert. Uh huh. Oh my God! Then like in Spaceballs, with they had a big comb. That's right. I've got um, that. That last one was my good one. I thought that I've got "You Have My Promise," which is a much, an actually good Ooh. title for this episode because yeah. this episode is just hinges so much on Teal'c and and what in his promise to take this guy out. Oh yeah, um, it moves a lot forward. So I think "You Have My Promise" is kind of the thread, or like promise. You know, you know, they they like the single word titles. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, well, this this episode aired uh, February twenty first, two thousand and one. Directed by David Worry Smith, who we haven't seen him since season three, episode seventeen, a hundred days. And this is his last episode. He's out. He's out of the oh. director's pool. And this one went on. He went on to do other things. Hmm. And then writer is Joseph Malozzi, uh, the young bad boy of season four. And I forgot to see if uh, the creative consultant was uh, one Peter Delaweese. I forgot to look. Oh, yeah, I didn't look. All right. Well, yeah. Well, there it is. There it is, folks. Season finale. Let's really get into it. All right. And we do get into it with a recap. Oh, fuck. All right. Yes. Okay. The mountain's going to explode. Oh, no. We have 24 well, arbitrary hey, seconds. This is a season finale. <laughs> 24 seconds. <laughs> oh my God. The mountain's going to explode. We have 24 arbitrary seconds to save the whole mountain and thus Earth. Tori, whose turn is it? Uh, Yours? It's, uh, it's mine. Yeah. It's right, mine. Hang on. I got to set my timer. Yeah. I wanted to pull a Daniel Jackson and do nothing for this episode, but unfortunately, I have to be like Sam Carter and <laughs> do, do all everything. the work. I had some good momentum going into talking about this one. Anyway, are you ready to go? That's how that works. Ready, ready yes. to go? Okay, uh, go. Okay, so they're with the Toker. They're giving him the mothership that they got. Toker's going to head out and make Tanith prisoner, but he escapes. And he tells Apophis. Apophis rolls in. The Carters come up with some fucking crazy-ass plan. O'Neill's on board. They're going to suck. The, they're going to blow up the starship. But all the shit goes totally wrong because they're all fucking... They're no good at their jobs, and wow! Sorry, man. So, I was thinking. I immediately was like, Jay Z and Beyonce are on the ship. 
Well, at first I thought about... That's the alt title. <laughs> <laughs> the Carters. The um, Carters. What I was saying before, we go right into... Like, before you got so rudely interrupted. <laughs> with like a segment that I always forget. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> anyway, so we, uh, we get scenes from like almost every episode in season four. Like you didn't know they were all connected, but we're going to tie them all together here, which is kind of impressive because they don't seem like they're part of the same thing. But... And I'm not sure that they are, but whatever. They just show you lots of clips. And the only one that stood out to me was I was like, oh, that's right. That's where they really invented Google Glass because Jacob Carter has Google Glass. In, oh, my God. When he was like steering, steering the ship that time. And it almost feels like that was like a, like a B-roll of that scene because I don't remember him sitting there. He's got like turtleneck. He's like, and he's like, it's his wah-wah moment. He's like, oh, we, we accomplished our mission, but it sucks. And he keeps that energy through this episode, too, FYI. Yeah, so I think Jacob Carter was always like this, like just a real fucking dud, downer kind of dickhead. But Selmac seemed like, I feel like Selmac's last toast was like, Selmac is so fucking fun. You're going to love being in Selmac. Selmac's having Selmac. You're going to love having Selmac in you. So fun. But like, so why so dour all the time? How yeah. come Selmac? Would it be great if once in a while you'd hear Selmac's voice and it would be like to make an O'Neill-esque joke? Well, actually, well, I would say, I would say that that does happen in this episode. And we'll, and we'll get to that uh, pretty quick. Okay. Um, yeah, so they recap everything. And then, um, and it's, it's funny because it's Christopher Judge who's doing the um, voiceover for like, next, like previously on Stargate. My um, closed captioning was like, Teal'c. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Sure, sure. Get, get right in there. So we open on, we go, we go through all that. Like, here's what you saw before. Here's what you're going to see now. And we get like this very Star Destroyer introduction to um, the the Gould mothership that they that they stole. That oh, they're, yeah. That, or that they, yeah, that they took. Um, that they won. And I was just like, Oh, that's so much like Star Wars. And then I was like, wait, they also say hyperdrive instead of warp drive. And they also say force shield instead of force field. That's all Star Wars. Oh, yeah. The Tok'ra are evacuating. Couldn't read my own hand. I was like, the Tok'ra. <laughs> that's what we walk into. We walked into them like, you know, walking around in their fucking weird burlap sack fashion. And uh, it's weird that they all just like almost all have the same taste and fashion, but a couple of them have like metallic clothes. Burlap yeah. or metallics? Which one are you? It's like, are you summer or winter? You shouldn't wear that. Um, yeah, they're evacuating. You know, SG1 is there. Uh, they're just like, they're walking around with Jacob Carter, just like talking spy shit and open corridors. Like, okay, that makes sense. I do like this iteration of the crystal cave set uh, more than the other ones that we've seen. And SG one are loaning them, loaning them. It's important. The mothership. Yeah, they are. Cause that's like, you get, it looks like it's the enemy ship like in star Wars, but it's not the good guys are in the enemy ship. So that's cool. And uh, you know, I'm thinking, Oh, Teal's with them. God. Cause they just showed us in the recap Teal you know, wants to kill this motherfucker, Tanith. But um, and you're like, this he's he's getting robbed, he's getting cheated. But Teal'c walk, there's a like a board meeting that Tanith is at, and SG1 comes in and they let Teal'c gets to be the one to drop the bomb on him of like, duh, 
we knew you were a spy the whole time, dipshit. Well, 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 kind of. See, this is because this is how this plays out. Because because Jacob's like, yeah, you know, remember that epi- that episode in season three? Well, yeah, his misinformation has been going well, but uh, now that we want to do this plan, we're going to go to an uncolonized world with the gate, with the ship that you're loaning us. Thank you very much. You should actually just give it to us. Because uh, mm-hmm. you're idiots. But the kicker is, we're going to finally fuck Kenneth over. Remember that guy? And I was like, oh, okay. And the, But then, yeah, they get into the meeting, and then it's going to happen. Oh, oh, it's happening now. Oh, shit. Oh, oh. Right? All right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen later in the episode. It's happening right now. Let's go. <laughs> I thought it was going to happen later in the episode, too. I felt the same. I was like, oh. Already, yeah, oh. like, like you're like, oh, when you said that we were going to leave in 10 minutes, I thought we were going to leave in 10 minutes, but I'll put my shoes on really fast. Like, okay. It was very sudden. And then Teal also, okay. Teal gets to drop the duh bomb on Tanif. Yeah. Then he gets to deliver the punishment news to Tanif. Yeah. And then he gets to rub it in how much Tanif has failed. And then he gets to list all the Gouldies killed at Tanif. And then he gets to smile menacingly. And like Holy Moses, right? That face, that Chris Judge face, face Ooh. acting shit. Oh, yeah. His fa- face acting. That's words. Oh, it's great. And uh, you speaking of, I think Tanith is a good actor because I fucking hate that guy. Uh, Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We always talk about who makes good go all wooled. And uh, this guy is like, he's got like, you know, uh, bourgeois smuggery, right? Like, yeah, that's what it is. He's like a Republican candidate for for Congress. Nothing phases him. Nothing phases him. Well, one thing phases him later in the episode. But uh, but but yeah, none of this shit is hitting at all. And although I I have to ask really quick in the meeting as they're leading Tanith away, O'Neill says a line. He says. That guy is a living cliche. He does. Can I ask you, Sarah, what cliche is he talking about? (laughs) You know, I was kind of, (laughs) I snagged on that a little bit too. The best I can guess is like, he was like, um, (laughs) he did, he did the whole, maybe it's because he did the whole, like, what me? Nuh-uh, no, I'm not. And then he tried to leave the room. And when they pulled guns on him, he figured like, okay, they definitely know I'm a spy. So then he's like, oh, well, fuck you. We're going to like kill every last one of you motherfuckers. So maybe that's the cliche okay. of like, nah, I'm not a spy. All right, I am a spy and we're going to win. I don't know. Like, But what a bummer for that that host who volunteered, right? Oh, Hebron. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking bummer for Hebron. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. Sorry. Why don't the Tok'ra like get some volunteer Jaffa to make more Tok'ra. You, you mean Jaffa that have listened to Tilk's propaganda and have joined the revolution? Yeah. 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 Get them to like incubate Tok'ra symbiotes instead. Since mm. they'll have, they have all the knowledge of everyone before them. They'll also have the knowledge of believing in, in Tok'ra ways, right? And a handy pouch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. They're running out of Tok'ra and I just don't know why they don't. Well, is more. it because they're also kind of fucking classist as fuck? They really are. They really are. Ugh, Jesus. We have a major problem and there's a major solution, but yeah, but you. Yeah, that's to- That's the Tokra, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they are really stuck up. They suck. <laughs> They're every bit as st- it's weird. They're every bit as stuck up acting as the 
the Goulds, but they're supposed to be like, no, we're not. That's the whole reason we exist is because we're not assholes, but they are. But <laughs> yes, no, yeah, the assholery is still there. Uh, they're like they're like walking around. They're like, uh, you know, like this fucking white guy in grad school walking around with a T-shirt that says this is what a feminist looks like. Ooh, shut up. <laughs> but still, you know, still like talking over the woman in the room, you know, oh, yeah, but <laughs> the shirt itself is talking over everybody in the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Anyways, so they were going to move the Stargate when during their evacuation. And I'm like, listen. Why don't are they Bluetooth? Are they Wi-Fi? Like, how the fuck do you move it? And like, are the DHDs, are they universal? Because you can move that too. And I was just thinking about a time when SG1 was like stuck on a planet and the DHD got destroyed. And then they had to figure out a way to dial back in anyway. And I was just like, why couldn't they go and like take a DHD from a planet that they don't ever want to go to again and put that one on this planet? And then they could have dialed out of there. And then they could have like, I don't know, fucking destroyed the gate on that other planet that doesn't have a DHD. Oh. And then nobody would ever get stuck on a planet. But nope. I, I don't know. You mean right? ro- you mean roving DHD, a remote DHD. You can just you carry it with you everywhere you go. Just in case. Ooh, that's a great idea. Why aren't they engineering that? <laughs> that's what that's what the SGC should be doing. They shouldn't have to like they should be able to dial in from like their hiding place. And then run to the open gate, not have to like dial on that big, huge mushroom mm-hmm. while they're getting shot at. All right. After Teal goes and, and meets with him, Tanith, and he does a plan because they have no fucking doors whatsoever. He can just talk to his guard, try to do mind games with them, do all this weird shit. Well, what happened? He goads the guard. Hey, you can't fuck with me. I'll fuck with. I'll kill Hebron. Yeah, let's go. And he does so via uh, self-induced seizure. Well, he's like, I'll just kill him. For- I didn't know they could do that. I didn't know they could like suicide from like killing their host. Mm-hmm. That's something. Yeah, That's something. It's- yeah, no, it's important. Uh, so, but the guard, to his credit, the guard isn't like, oh, let me run in there. The guard's like, whoa, um, let me radio somebody who's supposed to decide if we open this door. Yeah. No, no. He uh, he, he totally follows protocol. And then they open the door. And then he's like, oh, he's dead. And then his hand shoots up. And we cut away. There's three Toka. Three, three Toka in there. And two of them have Zat guns. Right. Hmm. And then we cut to the alarm going off. And Tanith has somehow escaped. He beat off three Tokra, two with Zach guns, and they're just as strong as the Gwaul. And then managed to like run down the hallway full of Tokra. Run down the crystal cave and then ring teleport to the surface. Because he go we cut to him like getting a zoom ball. He's had he has a little stash. His little stash in the Tatooine Desert. A little zoom yeah. ball is gonna talk. How did he get that? And how did that get there? And and how did he how did he <laughs> yeah, no, this is a bit this is a big deal. And how did he get such a huge head start before anybody was tracking him? Because he did. He had like an hours long head start or something. When we, By the time we see him out in the desert, his face is like, I don't know if the sun on that planet's mm. just a whopper, but his face is already red and peeling. It looks But horrible. only for that. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, your symbiote can't uh, heal that, that wicked sunburn. <laughs> well, and, and oh God, speaking of Star Wars, holy shit. 
there's a quick little scene where Tilk is looking through the fucking binoculars on the fucking desert planet. And they're like looking, they're, him and Jack are looking for Tanith. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this scene only because Tilk's like, look, is, uh, you know, he's going to be able to survive in here without water for a little while. And Jack's like, I don't know what he's like. He's just a big child. He's just like big desert. And he's like, he's boned without water. And I'm like, well, maybe he brought water. I mean, this is just Star escape. Wars. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. You're right. Well, yeah, because there's there's scenes where Jack and Teal are walking where uh, I feel like we come up from the sand to their feet. And then just the two of them walking and the sound of people shuffling on sand also feels like Star Wars tattooing shit to me. So McNeil is talking to Jack, Jack Mac and he's yeah. like, hey, um, I guess you can borrow our ship, but we have some engineers who really want to get their hands on this and go through it. And I'm like, why aren't they making more stargates? <laughs> even in that, even in that alternate future that they stopped from happening where the, those, um, they were all where people were all being sterilized by those aliens. There's like, there's like one stargate and it's in DC. I didn't get the impression that there's one in San Francisco and like <laughs> all the major, all the ma- major ports of entry for countries and everything. It's just like, nah, there's just one in DC. And was it the United Earth? I guess, I guess so. Spirit air. Yeah. <laughs> they fight about who um whose plans are better, the Tokra or the SGC. I think Jack Mac wins this argument because because you know, SGC is all like mm. be direct, brute force, run in there and do it. And Jack Mac's like, Well, we have a plan, but then he's fucking annoying and he's like, Well, I'm not gonna tell you about it. And I'm like, I don't even believe you have a plan. I think your whole plan is be more subtle than the SGC, but you don't haven't worked out how to do it. Yet. <laughs> We're back at the crystal caves and I'm like, Hey, Oh, Oh yeah. Daniel. I forgot about him, which made me remember Sam. And I'm like, Hey, where the fuck is she? at? Oh, well she, she's around. And then, and then I'm like, you know, who's getting boned here. It's Teal. He's getting boned on this whole vengeance thing. Cause everyone's like, Oh, just wait. No, we got it under control back to how that nasty sign. So most of the Tok'ra are white. Okay. So because of that, they're going to blow that sun up because you saw what it did to that white guy in the desert. So they launch a big plan to blow the sun up and then they're going to. The, car- actually- the Carters, the Carters have That's come right. up with a plan. That's right. Beyonce and Jay-Z yeah. have decided that um, we'll blow up the sun and in order not to, you know, die from doing that, we'll sling it into that black hole planet because we have decided conveniently that their Stargate's still there. Wow, uh, this is all their 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 episodes coming home to roost. This is like, this is like the whole. This is Peter Deloise getting everyone into a room and being like, "All right, remember that cool idea in episode fifteen? Hey, remember that cool thing that happened in season two? Remember that? That let's bring them all together at the same time. <laughs> Beautiful. That's why that recap was so fucking weird. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm yeah. surprised there wasn't a scene from that planet. Uh, with the black hole with that. They, yeah, they something. didn't have the black hole. They didn't have anything with the black hole. So. No, no, no. So we got what we have now is we have Sam going science, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, all right, blow up sun check, send sun to black hole check. Great plan. Well, and, um, and, and it's because they realized that Tanith has let Apophis know what's up. Yeah. And he's rolling in right quick. He's going to be there in like a day or something. No, like two hours. Something. Probably like 24 minutes or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so they're like, they, so then the Carters present the plan to Jack. And because it's Jack's ship, 
Jet gets to decide. Gets to decide. It is his ship. It's his. Sh- it's my ship. <laughs> and uh, so he's like, you know, do we want to do this plan? There's a chance we're gonna blow the sun up and not be able to dial into that black hole planet. There's a chance. I don't know. We'll all get sucked into the I, Stargate probably. And so is Jack is like, so Jack is like, okay, let me think. And then when he thinks, he looks like Joey on Friends when he's giving the t- the acting class. And he's like, whenever you have mm-hmm. to really think about something, act like you're smelling a fart. <laughs> and uh so he's doing that well i did i did enjoy the the idea they did give jack the decision in the it, end. well sort of because jack thinking actually equals sam thinking and talking and jack going okay yeah and, and then J- and then j mac clap claps his daughter on the back and is like good job honey yeah i think that um yeah yeah jack was never going to come up with an answer <laughs> he's like i'm still thinking i'm still he, thinking he was buffering he was buffering yeah. and, then, and then carter hard set into <laughs> and then into him yeah. saying yes let's let's do this now we're going to go back to um teal and and daniel is there and oh his is, best friend his best friend daniel yes, jackson I wrote comes the same thing. yes i wrote the same thing i was like first of all more face amazing from from Teal'c and I was like real best friends because Teal'c and Daniel Jackson are about to have the deepest conversation two characters have ever fucking had on the show Oh, about like how they feel about mm-hmm. losing people to the Gould and yeah. Teal'c is basically like ends with cool next time I'm going to take that motherfucker out I'm done you guys had your chances fuck you <laughs> I'm not letting him live well it made me think of that that episode with the last episode with Tanith, and yeah, like they they basically had to be like Tilk. We have a plan. This will really help us. And he was like, "Fine." Like yep. he was reluctantly going, went along with the plan. Yep, he's a real team player. And eventually, like you're like, listen, listen. I am tired of being on this team. It's no good. Oh well. <laughs> he's just like, look, third time's a charm, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I've had two opportunities. They they slipped. Third time, no. I'm going to take the shot. Daniel probably Jackson. like Michael Michael Jordan in high school basketball. He's probably they were like, you've got to let the other people make some <laughs> baskets. And he was like, all right. And he did it for like two games. And on third game game, he was like, I'm sick of losing. I'm too good for this shit. And that's how Teal is right now. Listen, <laughs> I am genuinely ready for Daniel Jackson to have a decent haircut. Like uh, I genuinely want to stop ranking on this guy's hair. I would like to see, like, it has to be possible. Michael Shanks is an attractive man. There has to be something that can be done with that man's hair. Well, if I'm going to take any of the photos from like the 2013 show that he was in, he uh, doesn't nothing find it. ever happens. Nothing. Well, it's I, the same. Most recently, I think it's just white and spiky. Ooh, He's he went got, the like, white gel- spiky route? gel spikes or something oh okay yeah yeah that's what you do sometimes so so he never found that elusive like (laughs) hairstylist that could give him that elusive haircut anyway this ship is pretty cool right because we we skipped to a scene where we're like now we're watching the sgc's uh gould ship flying in space they showed a lot and i think it's because the ship is pretty cool it's like a two-in-one it's like modular so it's like it's like its own space dock you know that the pyramid goes into Pretty, I like it. Pretty, it's like a spider holding a pyramid. I like it too. And then we get a cute little like Jack and Diane or Sam and Diane or Jack and Sam moment where see, I can't remember what they said. It was just a cute moment. I think Sam is going to 
dial. I think she's getting ready to dial black hole planet. Mm-hmm. And Jack is like, Ooh, do you think it's going to work? And she's like, Ooh, I don't know. And then they kind of like look at each other like, hmm. <laughs> um, you know, they share like a little flirty moment. They were getting ready to launch the Stargate, I think. Because all the Toker have been evacuated. That's done. And so I was like, oh, so I guess the SG crew are going to be the ones to do this like really dangerous mission for the Tokra. Thanks. I mean, Jacob's yeah. there, but, you know, because he's the only one that can fly the ship. I know. They're like, hey, can we borrow your ship? Uh, also you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the dangerous work. And like, wait, where are they evacuated to? They've got to all be on the ship, right? Because that ship, the reason that they're borrowing, borrowing the ship is so that they can take their Stargate with them and go to another planet. Oh, without... no, no. Yeah, the, uh, well, th- that plan was changed when Apophis was informed. So they basically took all the Toker to some planet with the Stargate. So they're there. Oh, well, that's pretty fucking stupid because here's why. What yeah. they should have done is is told Tanif that um, they should have given him I, like a false destination. They should have done the plan before like doing the inter- like confront confrontation scene. Yes. Yes, yes that also. <laughs> they- they're so conceited and they're like, they're like that guy in Goodwill Hunting that walks in the bar and tries to get Matt Damon's face. And Matt Damon is like, you're fucking stupid. And I know I'm more well read than you are. So there. Oh my God. This is like the third Goodwill Hunting reference we've had in the last I've five never, episodes. I've never even seen that. And movie. you've never even seen the movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You should watch the movie. It's all right. Robert Williams is in it. Well, I got some questions right now because I'm watching oh. that gate float in space and I'm like, wait, oh, they're going to fit a whole sun through that gate. Oh, well. And I'm like, wouldn't that take wouldn't that take a little gate training first? You don't want to just stick Ooh. the big thing through the hole right away. Right. You want to like hey, work look. on that. You can't you got to work your way up to sun. You got to work your way up to sun. That Stargate That's is too millennia big. That's old. Too big. It's millennia old. We don't know what it's been through. OK, I still I'm looking at that sun. I'm looking at Stargate <laughs> and I'm like, it's not going to fit. It's not going to fit. It's a gajillion times bigger than the Stargate, which it's occurred to me. I've never thought like, and if you can put anything of any size through the Stargate, yeah, shouldn't they be like driving like trucks through there and helicopters? And I guess they can't fit it into the mountain, so I guess that's your issue. Okay, so now we're on the ship. It's the Gate Gang plus Jack Mac, and but we're under attack. Oh no! There's like a mid-sized glider that we've never heard of before that Teal identifies even to Jack Mac. Like he is a Tokra and doesn't know what it is. But anyway, it's bigger than the regular glider, much smaller than yeah. the mothership. So mid. It is so mid. And it is like firing upon them. And Teal is having the hardest time because he's got big ship guns and it's a wee little ship, but he does it. He finally hits it. But oops, some dipshit who engineered this ship said, let's put the main power and let's loop it right to the, to the top surface of yeah. the ship. Yeah. yeah. Let's put it um, there. So, so now we have no power and let's also not build in a backup power system. No, no, that's no. Removed from that. No weapons, so that... no shields, no sensors, but somehow life support. <laughs> yeah. I mean, life support, I guess, because this is a star Wars episode and nobody talks about life support on a ship in star Wars. It's very much a star Trek issue. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Very much um, so. Yeah. It's I all mean, about the weapons and the lasers. Oh shit. Yeah. This is just, this is just them fighting the tie yeah. fighters from, yes. from the Death Star. 
Absolutely. Wow. Um, is MacGyver Canadian? Because I yes. didn't realize MacGyver was Canadian, but I heard some accent in there in this uh in this episode, just just in his next few lines. But anyways, the next few lines are about who's gonna do what where, and Teal'c and McNeil are gonna go to the gliders, the, the real ones, the teeny ones, and they are going to take one glider. Instead of two, I think they could take two, but I guess I don't know. It's very, it's Top Gun. O'Neill you know? only knows co-piloting. He doesn't. He can't pilot the, the thing itself yet. Yeah, isn't that weird? Well, no, that's true. Teal should know. So yeah, so Teal obviously more familiar with the glider, so he is going to pilot it because nobody pays any fucking attention to Teal, especially not his not best friend McNeil. If Daniel had been around, Daniel would have been like, "Listen, I don't think you should let him steer." <laughs> I think he should sit in the back, but nobody else is paying any attention to Teal. So they're like, yeah, go ahead and steer. You seem fine. You're going to make amazing decisions. So they, they get up to the mid glider and, and when they see it, McNeil is like, let's power up our weapons. Yeah, and I'm like, motherfucker, you didn't preheat that oven before you put the cake in. That is fucking stupid. Oh, well, I mean, that, well. That's why you have soup cake now in the middle. And that's why that mid glider goes away and it goes to the planet and probably going to pick up, probably is going to pick up what's his nose. I mean, I thought it was Tanith already. Like I thought that I thought there was going to be like a reveal of Tanith in the pilot seat being like, I'm here for you till, but no, it's just some random glider, some random like tan, the subordinates and they're, yeah, they're going to go pick them up and Tilk isn't letting any of that shit happen. Well, and while that's happening, they're also dividing up the labor further between the other three and uh, the Carters decide they're going to go fix the ship. And so they tell Daniel, basically you've got the con, but in some weird word and Daniel is back to true Daniel Jackson with all you. Whoa, 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 what does that mean? Yeah. Doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're right. And then I remembered, I was like, wait, I guess he leaves at the end of season five, not season four. Oh, good. One more season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. He doesn't just like leave and they're like, oh, yeah. They don't just come back the next season and go like, oh, yeah, Daniel's mom is sick. (laughs) Wait, she's dead. (laughs) There's a whole lead up into him leaving. So, yeah, I don't know. But it's it's really stupid because Jack Mack tells him, basically, you've got the con. You're in charge up here on the bridge. And he says, what does that mean? What? What's that word you said? And Jack Mack leaves him in charge of the bridge, but then just goes, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Like he literally doesn't know what you asked him to do. What's wrong with you? Just tell him. <laughs> just say, hey, you know what, Daniel? It's on autopilot. Go sit in a corner and cry. Maybe that's maybe that's really he's unnecessary. Maybe it really just meant like it's it's on autopilot. Do not come with us. We're doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, Daniel does nothing in this episode. Yeah, it's like reels. Jack, Jack basically basically took out his iPhone and handed it to Daniel and said, "Here, play with my iPhone while I work." Well, yes, because the Carters are going to go and do their thing and try to fix the power supply and the hyperdrive engines. So now Teal'c is like, "I failed. What's her fucking name?" And I failed his her. Yeah, and then I fucking failed her again. Because I didn't fucking kill this guy. Like, I let her get killed. and I didn't avenge her death like three fucking times or something now. So fuck it. Fuck it. We're flying this thing straight to the planet that's about to be exploded by the sun. And uh, how does that work exactly? That they're going to be exploding the 
planet when they bomb the sun, but they're still going to not explode their ship and they're going to be able to get the sun through the gate. Well, I think their plan would, yeah, the mothership have to leave the system before any of that shit happens. Like that's part of the plan because the sun's going to implode at like the speed of light or explode at the speed of light. They have to get the fuck out of there. So they launch a missile and then they get out of there, but the gate is already open before they leave to the other planet. Aren't they worried that is, I think they talked about it, but how did they decide that it would disengage and not like suck everything through like last time? Oh, they're not worried about the system after all this. It's going to become a fucked system. There's going to. Oh, <laughs> st- so why don't they just let the sun explode? Oh, they can't get far enough away. The plan is for the sun to explode. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. But they have to time it all perfectly so that they can get away. But why does it have to go through the black hole if they don't give a fuck about this whole system? Because they have to take away mass from the star to even get it to explode. Uh, Oh, okay. Remember when I wrote down, Sam, science, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Yeah, the second yada (laughs) encrypted in that yada. Mm. is a, a fairly good uh, a fairly accurate though like layman's like understanding of like how stars work it's it's yeah there it's a balance of like gravity and like explosions so Teal'c is now gonna fail mcneil because he's taking mcneil to fucking die on this fucking planet because he's got to kill tanish and i mean he told daniel he told daniel this is, he's like i'm in jaffa revenge mode it's no right and Daniel's just kind of whispering, going, Daniel's just whispering around, going, Oh, did I mention he was in Jaffa Revenge? Mode? Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, did don't I, get into a ship with him. <laughs> did I forget to tell you guys that? Well, I'll tell you now because he tells them, then he's like, Oh, he's in Jaffa Revenge Mode, dumb, dummies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, Teal must be really upset to be doing all that. So, oh, weird thing. So, they, okay, so they do blow up that glider that was meant to take, um, the mid. save. Tanish. Yeah. yeah. They, they blow up the mid and then they crash because Teal is so focused on doing that, that he doesn't pull up. Yeah. So they get, they get whipped by the, the um, wreckage of the mid and the crash land. And, um, they're walking around the desert and Teal's like, no problem because they're going to blow up that planet and then rescue us and we'll be fine. And Jack is like, <laughs> Jack's like okay, that's, assuming they're not fucking dead. Yeah, like what? That's so much, Teal. And, and Teal, like, he's a gambler now? Yeah, I was curious what they actually wagered. They don't say. I don't think they did. I think Teal just sort of like rhetorically threw it out there. But I was like, such a weird thing for him to say. Do you want, do you care to wager? He's in revenge mode. He doesn't, yeah. nothing is making any sense. to him. But he has a lot more faith in the rest of the team than the team leader does. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, they, they plan to find the Toker base because they want to just basically, Tilk wants to find Tanith, fuck him, and then find the Toker base and then they can somehow ring up to the mothership. So that's Tilk's plan. That's that's a good plan. And also for some reason, so for some reason they sent a glider to pick up Tanif, but now they're sending also the rings. And instead of just picking him up, for some reason they ring down a couple of of dudes of like Apophis's guards. 
uh, uh, Jaffa, which is weird. Like, why didn't they just ring TANF up? Why did they have to send guards down? That doesn't make sense. So anyway, I love these guards, though. They're in pink. They have pink fucking armor. Apophis, he has a progressive thing going on. Dude, he's just got more style than the average than the average guy Gould. He knows some style when he sees it. Because Apophis' ship has just rolled in. They rolled it. They 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 came early, according to Jacob. They're gonna rescue Tanev, except for then they scatter a little bit or something. Or then Teal and Jack are just sort of standing around, looking at the ground, walking around in little circles or something, be, not paying attention, like per the use for these guys. So Teal's shot. Teal gets shot. Yeah. And he gets shot. It's so weird because they have Zat guns, but Teal gets a big burn shot in the back that knocks him down. But when Jack gets shot, he gets your typical I'm electrocuted shot. And then you're like, oh, I hope they don't shoot him twice. Can we go back to sure. the ship? Yeah. Where the Carters are, uh, they get the engines back online. Jack Mac is like, I got to get back up to the thing, but I got to stay here and fix the hyperdrive. And Carter's like, oh, oh, da- daddy, daddy, I could do it. I could do it. I could do, I it. Can do I can it. it. I could do it, daddy. Don't worry about it. He's <laughs> like, I don't think you can. She's like, well, talk me through it. She's so eager. I love her. But ugh, her dad sucks. I don't like their. Dad I mean, dad. all it turns into is just pulling out some like charred crystals and putting some like good crystals into some holes. I know. I could have done happens. that. Yeah, I, mean, I could have <laughs> done that. He's like, we'll take out the burnt crystals. And it's like, oh, it's easy. The ones that have turned solid gray. <laughs> yeah. And then the put carbon some ones. nice ones in. <laughs> yeah. So easy. Um, yeah. So then we go to uh, check out what's going on with seven of Apophis. Ooh. So I guess there's a little Star Trek thrown in. There's one. There's one guy in the writers' room that's like, "But I like Star Trek." Have you guys Voyagers wrapping up this year? Have you guys seen it? He is Seven of Apophis. He's got his little Jerry Ryan, Ooh. his Seven of Nine eye thing. He's crushing eye it. Decor Apophis. Yeah. Yep. Well, because Tanith, Tanith on the ground, rolled up to an injured Teal'c and ringed him, and they both ringed out and onto Apophis's ship. I know, but I was looking down when that happened, so I was really surprised. I was like, oh, no, he has the Shulva. That's bad. Well, no, no, he's here, and he's like, he's like, look, Apophis, you know, because he was worried because Tilk's whole plan was to be like, we're just going to leave you here for Apophis. See, so yeah. you might die, but then if you don't die, he'll just know that you gave him all this wrong shit, and then yeah. he'll fuck with you forever. And we're going to take your host away. We're just going to leave you like a dried up shrimp snake, uh, resident evil looking motherfucker, right? Ooh, just yeah. in the desert. But Tanith being the, the, you know, the calculating ghoul that he is, is now here and he's like, look, hey, Apophis, look, all the Toker are gone. They evacuated. They knew that you were coming. Sorry, but I got a special gift for you. And then they bring in Tilt and Apophis is like, ooh, the Shova. So you remember when Apophis's dudes in pink first went down and <laughs> yeah. Tanif was like, I still have some information for Apophis that he would want. He didn't have Teal yet. So like, what was his other card he was going to play? He was just fucking, he was fucking around. I was just slimy motherfucker. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we get like um, a scene on Apophis's ship. That is the one that's very Star Wars where the guy we see the 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 guy who's like navigating or something or who's looking at space for everybody and uh he's in front and then we see over his shoulder um lord apophis 
Yeah. And he kind of reports in a very like Star Wars character who doesn't matter voice, like what he's scanning and what he sees out in space and the fleet that's coming in. And then Apophis answers in his Darth Vader voice. And then he, you know, it's very, it's just mm, 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 back and forth Star Wars. And, uh, oh my God. Oh, but you know what? So they go to, oh, because what's happened is Jack Mac and Sam have unleashed a whole radio remote controlled a whole bunch of gliders out. So they think there's this big fleet of gliders coming in to attack that it is the Tok'ra. They think, ah, we know where the Tok'ra is. They're going to have battle with us. And I'm like, you don't know them at all. Like you just do not pay attention to the Tok'ra. They would never. So they get tricked and they, they get, they're drawn away from the planet long enough. So the idea is we want to get, we think McNeil and Teal are still down there and we want to rescue them, but right. we also want to, but we got to get fucking Apophis out of the way. So Apophis goes to go after these remote controlled ships. And then he's like really surprised that he got tricked. And I was like, so nobody on the bridge here of this ship is thinking, should a God be trickable? Ooh. Cause that was it. That came up last episode. No, no. Apophis does it perfectly because what, what happens is I have the, I have this literally in my notes. They pull a star Wars because the dude on the bridge is like, there are no life boards, no sorns of life. Oh, right. right, right. Yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. And right. immediately Apophis is like, it's tricked. So yeah, his composure, his godness does not waver. Except that he got tricked. But, but he learns about it pretty quickly because then they, then they stop and then they go back. Right. But like, he's a God. Shit. So he should be on omniscient. Oh, all right. All right. Well, no. Um, hey, look, you're trying to downplay Apophis's Riz. Yeah, he's, he's on <laughs> top saying, of this like, shit. He's I'm, on top you know, of it. All right. I guess when you're, if you're in a cult, you're in a cult and you don't notice shit like that. Yeah. You'll let things slide. Right. You'll right. Let right. Things slide easily. Cause you're looking for things to be true. <laughs> McNeil and DJ are like arguing over finally, like they get through on the walkie talkie to McNeil who's like so sunbaked he's like where's that coming from it takes him a minute to realize this is walkie and so he pulls that out and then he and DJ are like arguing over what position uh, but Jack is like just do it because he's a real power bottom wait power bottom Jack <laughs> well he is in this scene <laughs> I just like the cut because on the ship they're like four minutes to super fucking Nova we're fucked and then it cuts to Jack just like doing this in the desert just kind of like what? looking around huh? looking at his feet what? shuffling like yeah I'm stuck here I-, I guess he's really stuck but they got him up they they ring him up they, they figured it out right? why does he yeah they ring him up he good thing he was in the right position I guess because I guess the rings would have killed him otherwise and he was like I'm fine just I don't give a fuck anymore if I live or die just do the ring thing so he does but then he gets up there and they're like, where's Teal'c? And he's like, Teal'c's dead, I think. And I'm like, why? Wait, why do you think Teal'c is dead? Oh, well, probably from the shot, you know. That yeah, was but a bad like, shot. But like they have, he's going, you know, he's with Apophis and they like to, they've got sarcophaguses, sarcophagi, and they like to keep sh- people alive to torture them. Like, would they really have Teal'c be dead? Well, and then, and then Sam, I mean, bless her heart. She's like, we have to go back. Back yeah. to what, Sam? Apophis's fleet plus a supernova? What the fuck are you talking about? That's no longer an option. So they don't go back, which maybe is why McNeil's pretending 
to himself that Teal'c is dead because he knows he can't say, I don't know. We should find out because they don't really have that option right now. So everybody feels good. They're like, Teal'c is dead. Just that sucks. But at least we're not abandoning him. We're not leaving him behind, but they do. And then holy fuck, where the fuck are they? They are 4 million light years away. Well, yeah, they, they hyperdrived out of there just in time before the supernova hit. And yeah. apparently it gave them a boost. Yeah, a weird one. It'll take them 125 years to get back. They are completely outside the galaxy. Oh. Well, and I was like, do you think Teal will still be being tortured by Apophis in 125 years? Because oh. I do. Yeah, yeah. He'll be but around. then we don't have to wonder that because Apophis is also there. How did <laughs> he get there? Same How did he boost? get to... <laughs> was he also warping to the same place they were to no, going to because I, I, like I, I, it just doesn't how they end up right next to each other i mean my note was how the fuck you do that yeah okay <laughs> and then it's uh tbc to be continued oh my God. yeah cliffhanger folks cliffhanger end of season four do you think this is a good cliffhanger oh uh yeah yeah i think so is yeah. it the kind of cliffhanger where you were like what shit gotta wait or is it just like oh there's a lot of tension building up to that cliffhanger i would have liked it if apophis's ship did not show up as well yeah i would have liked that more me too but well i mean this is a good segue into our next segment were you comforted uh yes i was comforted because i'm a star wars fan and this was just a big action-y, plan-heavy, all our B-plots coming home to roost show, sort of season-ender. Uh, so I enjoyed it. And I really didn't have much to, to say about it, as you probably have figured out listening to this episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, although it might not have been as fun in February of 2001. Why is that? Well, because this is the end. And all of those eager, actual Stargate fans would have to wait until June of 2001 to see the conclusion of this episode. It's a long time. It's a long time. And, um, but do you think any of them thought, well, they all knew Teal'c wasn't dead. So they're like, what oh, is the, what I mean, is the, no, did they know? Yeah, because Teal'c has been delivered to Apophis. Well, yeah, but, you know, but emotionally they're like, oh, my God, this is horrible. I mean, we in hindsight know that Tilk survives and grows his hair. OK. And becomes but... an integral part. We know. Listen. And, and I am yeah. going to watch season five, episode one in six days time. But what about those people in February 2001? Well, I just here's why I'm, why I'm saying it's not the, that's not even the cliffhanger part, because we know there's no way even if you've this is even if this is brand new today and we the next episode hasn't even been released how much in the 90s do you think they're going to kill off a main character like today you'd be like fuck are they going to kill off a main character because they do that uh, shit just to make it interesting i think the real cliffhanger is um how they how are they going to get home and they had a big enough problem with how are they going to get home but now they have the problem of how are we going to get home and not get killed by apophis yeah although yeah, yeah. they they have the same ship so no, no, no. Apophysis is like four times bigger. Oh, no. It's okay, that's huge. I was like, wait, is that a mother, mother, mother ship? Like, what the fuck? Wow. So they um, basically have sacrificed their whole team 
in the interest of saving those fuck faces who are like, you guys are dumb. You know, I can't wait for the Asgard to roll in. I'm sure that's oh, what happens. I'm sure that's what happens. I don't even remember, but I'm sure. But anyways, yeah, I also, I mean, like, I was sure I was comforted. Oh, okay. Why not? Why not? Okay. Why not oh, well. <laughs> that's not very convincing, Sarah. Well, this I mean, is- <laughs> listen, this, the show's job for me is to be like some bubblegum sci-fi for me. Like, oh, like, yeah, I watched it. I like sci-fi. It's fun. I like, I like, um, yeah. Sarah listen. got up to watch Stargate. I did. I got it. And she, at the end of it, she was slightly comforted by it. Yes, right. Listen, I don't, I don't care for the colonial O'Neill piece of it, but I, I think that um, I like this, this version of uh, Jack O'Neill, you know, and I like Christopher Judge. So, well, speaking of characters, yeah, there's three types of characters I want to ask you about. Is it a yay, nay, and a may? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, you, did you find any in this episode? Yeah, who you'd like to be, nah, who you don't want to be, and meh, who is a lateral move? I had to look pretty hard, but I found all three. Nice. Okay. Um, my <laughs> my nay, I was like, is it Teal'c or Hebron? Oh. Uh, and then I decided it was definitely, Teal'c is definitely getting rescued, so it's definitely Hebron. I don't want to oh, be him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and my eh is Tanith because he did get Tanith. away, but he also fucked up and is in some trouble with his boss. So wait, wait, is he? I mean, Apophis seemed pretty like, yeah, it's cool. What? Yeah. Toker all gone. Fine. Shova, Shova is personal. Listen, he's busy today, but in a week when things chill out at work, mm. you're going back into his office. Mm, okay. My yay is myself. Because when all this was going on, I was like, I just turned 26. I'm just chilling on earth. I've got no idea. This is all going on. Um, I, I was about to marry a horrible person, but wait, I'm going to change my, uh, fuck dude. I got to change my answer. I, you just talked yourself out of your answer. (laughs) Well, I forgot that was the year I got married uh wait but it's february of that year so it's it's chill or when did you get married that year oh not until april all right yeah okay i sarah what was your last name at that point werner werner sarah werner vis-a-vis february of 2020 yeah and i'll I'll be the sliding doors version of myself that missed a train and didn't marry that motherfucker Oh, well, my yeah is Apophis. He's crushing it. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he's Borgs now. He's Borg, so he yeah. knows a lot more stuff. Uh, my nay is Teal'c. This is his worst episode ever. Mm. It uh, is a bad episode for him emotionally. Even the, one where he, even the one where he found his wife married to his best friend. Not as bad as this, apparently. Apparently, okay. his, his son was dying. Uh, the revenge for his ex-girlfriend, his side piece... The one that got away more. <laughs> the one that got away and then got killed under his yeah. watch. Yeah. Uh, worst episode ever till my met is Daniel Jackson. Yeah. He does literally nothing in this episode because you say, hey, what, what did you think of Daniel Jackson in this episode? And you go, meh. This is the basic. Yeah. Nah, nah, for me. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, so now. Yeah. Sarah, wait. what do we got? Coming up. 
right? And you this would is think. a big deal. Okay. We have an 8.4 IMDb rated episode called Enemies. So maybe they called that episode Exodus so they could be Exodus and Enemies. Mm. It vag- vaguely is a thing. I don't know. All right. What's going to happen? Okay, let's see. Chris Green. This is new. The surviving members of SG-1 are lost in the unknown darkness of space and are being chased by Apophis. But before Apophis destroys them, an unknown ship attacks and gives SG-1 a chance to escape. Apophis's mothership finds them again, but they soon find out that there are no life forms aboard. Instead, they find an army of replicators aboard the ship <gasps> as the self-destruct system has been activated. The mothership, just as it explodes... Soon after, they receive a message from Teal'c, who has been brought back to life and has escaped the attack of, on the mothership. But SG-1 soon finds another problem. Teal'c has been brainwashed. Holy shit. Oh, no. Well, the episode should be called Teal'c has been brainwashed. Holy shit. Well, I... <laughs> shit, is he back? Is he working for Apophis again? Oh, that sucks. Man, that does suck. I'm going to make Tilk's my nav for the next 10 episodes. I same by default. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yes. Anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, oh. oh, hey. Come try us. Come try a, a commutal. Oh, yeah. That's great. Commutal. Try communism with a sprinkling of capitalism. Or capitalism with a sprinkling of communism. Yes. There's two formulations, depending on which one you like best. Uh, you know, try them out. You know, they might take it's several years of experimentation, dire consequences, uh, possibly. But, uh, you know, what are, we're trying our best over here. Yeah. Folks. Listen, everyone's just trying their best. And some people's best is such hot garbage. But, we're, you know. We're, we're talking to the aliens. We slash all the humans. We're trying our best down here, right? Like I hope so. We're 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 giving it our we're we're trying th- we're experimenting we're bringing things together, right? I kind of hope not. Jesus Christ! I hope some oh. people are not doing their best. Oh, <laughs> so most people are just cruising, just kind of cruising so. through. God, I hope so. <laughs> There's a scant amount that are 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 the paragons of. And we looked, and we looked at them. We, we revere them in writing and stone and celluloid. And now that we've done that to the, for those people, we're gonna oh, do our next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. Forget to know your host with Tara and Tori. This week we will be reading. We will be answering a question from the deck. Actually curious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. out by. Um, you can go to actuallycurious.com and uh, look at that if you want. This is this is these are conversation starters and in depth learning questions put together by a team of scientists. I'm ready. All right. Choose one oh. time travel or eternal youth, and then explain yourself. Oh, time travel. I want to do time okay. travel because I want to travel to the past. Okay, see, if I could time travel, I would definitely time travel to the future, which I guess is kind of why I pick eternal youth. Well, I always thought there was like, I think I was like, there was an age at which I would no no longer like to be turned into a vampire. Because yes. I'm like, you I'm said, like, you I, said I, 30, 
what, 33 or 32 or something like that. You oh, said that in a previous I episode. Would, you know, from the age of 48, I would up that to like the age 38, maybe. <laughs> um, I mean, you said it like two years ago. <laughs> okay. I was wrong two years ago. All right. But All right. yeah, I mean, like eternal youth, I'll just like, I guess live to see what happens next, but with the, you know, but I won't have all that disorienting. Um, yeah. Although the whole, your whole life, everyone's going to talk to you like you're a fucking idiot. And here you have all this wisdom because you've been alive like hundreds of years, thousands of years. Mm. And people are still talking to you like you're a fucking idiot. I would love to like have eternal youth without having to like, I don't know, kill other people with my teeth. Uh, time travel would be fun though. Shit, now I'm rethinking my answer. Hey, while you're thinking about it, do you watch What We Do in the Shadows? Oh, the yeah. TV show? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I cannot wait to find out what the fuck happens with Guillermo. Sometimes I just randomly think, what's going to happen with Guillermo? Always. That's a cliffhanger. Guillermo. Guillermo. I love his master. I love that <laughs> it's so perfect. It's so, it's that, so that show is so perfect. It's so it is. Yeah, that's our review of that whole show is fucking go watch that. Anyway, have we answered that question? Yeah. Right. I, I pick see. eternal youth and you pick time travel. Uh, well, thanks, folks. You've learned something. Well, if you have anything you want to say to to either of us, it's verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Um, nothing mean. I mean, not anything you want to say. Nothing like gross or weird and nothing mean. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be, don't be weird. You know, or be weird in a cool way. Listen, weird, if you're right? masturbating to Tori's voice, he doesn't want to know about it. Oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> just relax for a second. And uh, just, you know, just if you're going to be weird about it, just be cool about it. Right? You know, just be <laughs> subtle about it. No, don't, you know don't do it at all. Don't do it at all. Just relax. <laughs> just relax and take your fingers off the fucking keyboard. And don't or or off of other places, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the real thing is, folks, we're glad that you were here to listen to us, and you should listen to more of our episodes at our website, the Seventh Symbol as well as yeah. any other you know pod streaming services. We're on pretty much all of them at this point. So yeah, listen to more. Yeah, we're just a couple of friends chilling out and enriching our friendship through the magic of um, a long-running science fiction television series. Hey, yeah. Tori. Yeah? Holy Hannah! Yeah, sure you betcha. Bye! Goodbye. There's nothing physically wrong with them, or at least nothing I can find.